0: podcast, a place where your hosts, Wendy and April, discuss the creepy things that lurk in the misty shadows of the Appalachian Hills. I am, as always, the mysterious voice in the walls.
1: Hey everybody, I'm Wendy. And I'm April.
2: This week's tale comes from the Eastern Kentucky University, or EKU. EKU is nestled near the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains in an area that is a tribute to the events of the past, dating all the way back to the Civil War. The Battle of Richmond took place near where this hub of learning now resides, and Fort Boonesborough is located nearby. However, not only is the surrounding region rich in history, but the college itself is home to many stories, some of them even paranormal. One of the most famous stories is the tale of the Blue Lady, who is said to haunt the Pearl Buchanan Theater located in the Keene Johnson Building. The earliest known sighting took place in the 1950s, and people have reported hearing pianos playing, singing, and seeing elevators move, all while no one else is around. It has also been reported that people see a blue mist around the stage, which is how the specter received her name. There is some debate as to who the blue lady could be. Some say she was an actress who killed herself and began haunting the theater. Another explanation that began circulating in the late 70s was that she was an actress who starred in a Greek tragedy and played a character who killed herself. She immersed herself so deeply in the role that it became emotionally draining and she disappeared after, never to be seen again. Her spirit began haunting the stage not long after. The one thing those who have encountered her can agree on is that she is a friendly ghost and even cleaned a room in the theater after a flood. Over the years, students have also reported seeing a phantasmic blue light coming from the tower of this building. Sullivan Hall is another building on the campus that has a history of paranormal stories linked to it. Some claim this building was used as a hospital during the Battle of Richmond. The basement was used as a morgue. This building was constructed in 1912, however, so it is stated that it is more likely built on the site of a previous Civil War hospital. It is also alleged that a nursing student hanged herself on the fourth floor of the building back in the 1970s. Residents of the hall have reported seeing her ghost and seeing claw marks on the door. Probably the most famous campus tale is that of the ghost dog. At one time, the unofficial mascot of the school was a black dog named Mozart. He was said to be a stray dog who just wandered onto campus one day. He has a grave marker on the campus, which marks his time there from 1947 to 1964. It is believed he received his name because he could be found sitting in music classes on campus. There are even portraits of him that art students painted. There are reports that a ghostly black dog can be seen on campus. It is certain with buildings dating back to 1906, this campus has a long history, where many things have occurred over the years. Are these sightings of former students coming back to a place they know? Or are these stories of tired, stressed college students seeing things that aren't really there?
1: time for the breakdown. So, what do you think? Do you think this is just minds playing tricks on students, or do you think we really have a haunting here?
2: Well, I feel like almost every college campus around us has some of these kind of stories Mm -hmm. attached to them. Uh, The story that I thought was the most interesting was the story of the Blue Lady. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that several uh, every few years, you know, if you go back and look at EKG's campus newspaper, every few years there's talk about students seeing this. And so it kind of makes you wonder are students being influenced by previous tales that they've heard, or is this really something that's happening since it seems to pop up pretty frequently?
1: Okay, so of course I had to look further into this. But I went on a website, and it's called ghostandgravestones.com. Mm-hmm. And the reason I like this website is it broke down the different types of ghosts. Okay. And had no idea there were so many different types of ghosts. Mm-hmm. So it, had, it broke it down into four types, and one was the interactive personality. Mm-hmm. And the interactive personality is kind of the ghost that is friendly, going about its business, living life like it did when it was on Earth. Kind of like Paramount Joe. Exactly. And then you have the ectoplasm, ectoplasm or ectomist. Okay, so this is a ghost that looks like it's swirling, um, a ghostly mist, vapor that disappears several feet off the ground, like it's orbiting. Okay, so that's the ectoplasm. The mm-hmm. poltergeist. Well, we know we're familiar with the poltergeist, mm-hmm. um, playing tricks, noisy, kind of moving stuff around. And then we have orbs. And orbs are the translucent balls that we see. They're photographed a lot. We see those in photographs Mm kind of swirling around people. I think if the blue lady is a ghost, she kind of sounds like this interactive personality. Mm -hmm. And they say what happens is um, they retain their former personality. They feel emotions, kind of like when they were alive. And it's like they go to the place that's familiar to them. Mm -hmm. So maybe if this stage or this this place is where she spent a lot of time and that's familiar to her, she's staying there and going through the motions like she did when she was alive.
2: That's possible. And that would explain why she would help clean up the room after a flood, because that place is important to her and she wants it to be in in good condition.
1: Yeah, that was the green room of the theater. Um, I guess it was flooded. And they said she helped. I'm, I'm not sure what the proof was of that, mm-hmm. but they said that she cleaned, helped cleaned up the room. So, huh. yeah, like you said, that's important to her. And on the other hand, this kind of worries me because you know where I spend all of my time at, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I spend all of my time at work. And people joke that it's my second home. Or Actually, they joke it's my home, and my actual home is my second home. Right. So this worries me. Am I going to be an interactive personality when I move on? Am, am I going to be
0: forever sitting at your desk <laughs> reading
1: <essays and laughs> Am I going to be forever at the hall, through grammatical
0: errors <laughs> over and over and oh. over again.
1: Do I need to make some life changes? Maybe. Because I don't know if I want that to be my forever home.
0: But at least mix up your routine. So okay. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's probably a good idea. And
2: like, I want to know where I find a ghost that will help
1: me clean my house. Because yeah. <laughs> let me tell you.
2: I could deal with a friendly ghost who wanted to, you know, do some light cleaning now and then.
1: You know our luck, though. We, would, we wouldn't get <laughs> no. nice, friendly. We would no, get no, no. poltergeist. We yeah. wouldn't get nice, friendly. But, yeah. and My question is the blue light. Everyone mm-hmm. keeps talking about the blue light. They see the blue light around the stage. They see the blue light around tower. the tower. Why blue? Wonder what I wonder what the blue. significance of blue is. So I don't know why blue is is a particular color for her. I feel like if you were a ghost, purple would be your of color. Of course, <laughs> glitter would be mine. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why blue. That's the that's an interesting question. Hmm.
2: I cool. wonder if there's any like significance to that. Like maybe it was her favorite color. Maybe it was her favorite color. That's... I don't know. I just think it's interesting that like that it just keeps popping up. Mm-hmm. You know, we know like stories get told, and you know we'll probably touch on Moorhead's campus at some point because I went to Moorhead and there were all these various ghost stories that you hear again and again and it's just kind of accepted that, oh, this happened. You know, this happened and this is what happened. Or you always know somebody who knows somebody who's seen something and those stories get repeated a lot. And so I wonder if that's just what's happening. You know, new generation of kids are coming through and the alumni, the family are like, oh, hey, have you heard about the blue lady? And then maybe that gets...
1: Maybe that's what it is, yeah. That, that might be... So, I don't know. But
2: I had some questions about, okay, how are we seeing elevators move? Yes. That that was my question, because, like... I, I'm not. Be- I've never been to EKU's campus, no. and I don't know what the elevators in this particular building look like. But are, do they just mean doors opening without anybody being maybe on Maybe that's there? what it is. Um, I'm, I was curious about that when I was like, "What exactly did they mean?" Are these by the that?
1: the old style that have the numbers on the outside where you can see the numbers? Oh, light maybe,
2: up? maybe, and they're seeing it just kind of travel.
1: You know, that could be chalked up to an electrical problem. Yeah, that one I'm going to have to debunk as an electrical problem. And I think there was something about maybe lights flickering hmm That's definitely, you know, you. this is an old building. Right. You're, you're bound to have some electrical problems in an old building. Right. So.
2: Well, and let's talk about, you know, it, the fact that it is an old building. And we know it's in Richmond. We know it's by Fort Boonesboro. But this whole idea of, oh, well, it was built on the site of a Civil War hospital, or maybe this building used to be, you know, the Mm -hmm. timeline doesn't match up for that building to be a Civil War hospital. Mm -mm. But could it have been built where one stood?
1: Yeah. Now, one speculation was it was built on the foundation of a Civil War um, hospital. But then I think that's been... Uh, debunked as well. Okay. I don't think that was possible. Mm-hmm. But as we all know, land can hold things. That, yes. Um, land can hold things. So if this was a place where... But from what I'm understanding, the Battle of Richmond was only like a two-day thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a very lengthy battle. Yeah. But again, I mean, you still probably had to have a hospital. Uh, and You still probably, probably had, still
2: had to have a morgue.
1: And so there was still probably things that happened on that land. Mm-hmm. So... We all know the land can hold things, so I can see, see some things happening with the land, even if the building doesn't have anything. Right.
2: And that's interesting that you mentioned that because we will be getting into that quite a bit in our next episode. Yes. Um, okay, so the idea of the nursing student who hanged herself on the fourth floor yes. and then showing up again, um, I thought that was kind of interesting because we hear a lot of those kinds of stories attached to institutions of higher learning, you know.
0: I, I was going to say, is is there a college or university that dates back this far back and doesn't have mm-hmm. a right. story of a student committing, sui- like, suicide? That That's a very... It, it's got to be... Every, I know where I went, there was there was a story, and uh, I think you said, yeah, Moorhead. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Moorhead's got a... Yeah. So definitely, I mean, I feel like there's going to be instances like that attached, and you know how people like to uh, elevate oh, things yeah. and add to, and you know.
1: Oh yeah, I, and one of the stories was, you know, we had the claw marks on the door. Um, they said, they said that you could see her shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, Like moving back and forth, like she was hanging in the room.
2: Well, I heard that, but my question was, okay, if she hanged herself, and this is supposed to be her spirit that there, where are these claw marks coming from?
1: That to me, that that's unrelated.
2: Yeah, like I'm sure maybe there's claw marks, but that doesn't line up with the idea of a hanging of a suicide. So I I wonder what the connection was.
1: Yeah, this kind of sounds to me like a a tale that's grown bigger and bigger Mm -hmm, over time.
2: People adding to. Uh, Now, one thing that we didn't talk about in the story, but I did read one account of a floor, and I don't know if this is the same exact building or another building on campus, where all the doors would fling open. Mm -hmm. I think it's a dorm. And all the doors would fling open, and they would see, like, a shadowy figure sitting on the top bunk in one of the rooms. So I thought that was interesting, because we haven't gotten too much into, like, shadow figures. Yeah. But I think that's an interesting thing, um, you know, because that's a whole other type of ghost or entity or you know because there's different things going on with that and I thought that was interesting
1: for me personally my favorite was the dog yes uh, Mozart Um, they said that he just wandered on the campus one day Mm -hmm. and he particularly enjoyed the music department Mm mhm And they said that he would bark at the professor when it was time to end class. Yeah, I thought that was funny. (laughs) If class had gone on too long.
0: He probably got fed at the end of class.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: he knew exactly when. It was was like, hey, it's time to wrap this up, teach. Let's go. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And and according to the story, on cold nights, um, different students would let him sleep in their dorm room. Mm -hmm. So he wouldn't be out in the cold. So. He lived the life.
2: Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, he and if you look at the dates on his tombstone, he lived a
1: pretty long life. That's why I had to go back and double check because I thought, surely that's not right Mm because that seems like pretty old for a dog. Yeah. But, yeah, he lived a good life. Yeah. And they said his
2: tombstone has been, you know, it's kind of become like a a cornerstone place on campus, but they said that it's it's even been replaced. He started out with one tombstone, and I'm not sure what happened to the first one, but now they have replaced it with a new tombstone. That's interesting. I mean... If we're talking about hauntings, what could be better than a dog? A ghost dog? <laughs> I mean, any kind of pet, really, but ghost dogs—oh, yeah, definitely there. Which is funny because when you hear about black ghost dogs, it's usually like real ominous and terrifying oh, and yeah. like scary, like the
1: hounds of hell. Yeah, though.
2: but this is just—you know—oh, it's just Mozart. He's just listening in.
1: I would take that kind.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That would
1: be fine. But yeah, the other kind, like you usually hear about with the black dogs, mm-hmm. no, no, thank you. So, yeah, as far as that, I thought that was a pretty good story. I like that tale. Mm -hmm. The rest, kind of sinister, kind of didn't really enjoy that as much. But what do we think about it? Do we think it was hauntings? Do we think it was stressed-out college kids?
2: Well, listen, anyone who has ever been enrolled in college and has experienced the stress of finals week, Mm -hmm. I mean, we know there's some stress things going on. Maybe they just need that kind of outlet. Um, you know, I, I tend to think that, you know, you know me, I, I tend to believe in different things and I feel like there's possibility there, but as far as being able to say, yes, this is true or no, this is fake, I don't know that we have any kind of like solid concrete evidence to call on for that.
1: Well, you know me, I'm the debunker and we've both been through college, masters, all that good stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, pulling those all nighters, staying up all night, not getting any sleep. Mm-hmm. And, and that was before the invention of energy. Yeah. Drinks. So <laughs> I can imagine today's college kids are even. Oh yeah. So, and, and, and sometimes you see things that aren't there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you experience things that aren't there. And so me, I'm going to have to chalk it up to some tired college kids, mm-hmm. you know, maybe seeing things that weren't there. Um, you know, the blue lady kind of has me a little bit because they're all kind of seeing, but then you got to think. I feel like they were down in a basement, maybe like a, a a basement part of this building. I think your senses are already getting heightened. Your fear is already getting worked up because mm-hmm. you're down in kind of a scary part. Yeah. So I think you're already working yourself up, working your fear up to see things that aren't going to be there. Mm-hmm. And then, so maybe that's what part of that is. I don't know, but I'd love to hear what everybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of mascots, our mascot just walked into the room, Rosemary the Black Cat. Hi, Rosemary. But yes, we'd love to hear your thoughts.
2: Yeah, I'm curious to hear what you guys think about that. And if any of you listeners have, you know, went to EKU or or been on campus and experienced any of these things, we would love to hear about them. You can contact us on Facebook and Instagram at Haunted Haulers. You can also send us an email at hauntedhaulers at gmail.com. And we also have a webpage, www.hauntedhollers.com.
1: Until next time, listeners, beware of things lurking in the shadows.